Rebel FM. Man, you want to know? I'm Anthony Agus, and I'm with our Whoa. Thingies. Whoa. And What's Matt Shannon. Hello. Whoa. And what occurred to me was the number 764. That's obviously not right. No. <laughs> no. That's over 100 off. It's like well, over 400 or, off. Or it's a little less than 100 off. No, so 764. Than oh, more than 700. Double, more than double where yeah. we are. Yeah. We're at 364? No. 369. Yep. Really? <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, you got there. Wow. I'm proud of you. That's uh, okay. <laughs> you know, I thought that my capacity for train wreck surprise. <laughs> no, nah, it's a it's a bingo fuck. numbers. That's like a lucky like lotto number seven sixty four. It came to me psychically. It's like you forgot where you were for a second. <laughs> so uh, unfortunately, Joms is not here with us. But fortunately for him, James is at PAX East. Yeah. James freezing his East. motherfucking ass oh, off. Oh, it's really cold there, really? isn't it? I keep Although forgetting. it is going to start pouring like crazy here tonight and tomorrow. Yeah, we're, we're getting a tropical storm. It's the Pineapple Express. Wait, are you being serious? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to rain like fucking crazy tomorrow. Yep. And Saturday. Yep. Which is awesome because I'm seeing a concert at the Greek tomorrow. Oh, are you going to... Um, is that open? What's that? Heim. Yes. Is yeah. the, is it's the open going air. to that too. General admission theater with and a they are, rain or shine policy. They are a rain or shine concert venue. I hope you have a nice coat. I, d- I don't know that I have anything that waterproof. You should. <laughs> you know what you should, you should do? You should Amazon, as silly as it sounds, like hunter hunter pants and coat. They are 100% no, I've, waterproof. I, I've seen your hunter pants. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I live with you. The ones that look like dirty snow that I used to wear like an insane person. Uh, no, I remember. Now I have a pair of black ones for pants that I wear when I because I have to, when I ride my bike, which I will tomorrow to get to work. It's going to be fun. So you look like a mass shooting suspect. <laughs> instead of a I have what do you mean they look like pants. dirty snow? Oh, literally the ones that I used to wear with Arthur were made to look like dirty snow. Oh. Like I personally think they were made to, to embarrass me. <laughs> yeah. Now, when I went on, when I went on my motorcycle trip with my friend Paul, uh-huh. um, the guy that helped us in Colorado that saved our trip, yeah. he was like, "Oh, you guys don't have rain gear?" He's like, "You're crazy." And so he took us to like a rootin' tootin' Colorado shooting store, right? And was like, "These are twenty bucks. You should both just buy a pair." And it, yes, they looked like dirty snow because it was Colorado and they were made for hunting, right? So. But they worked. But, uh, they yeah. were that you could literally get water from a hose shot on you and you never felt it <laughs> i so. have an incredibly nice rain jacket that you can borrow tomorrow arthur if you would like uh no it's it's fine i could it's use fine <laughs> i could use a new layer of rain i'll just on my coat is the thing so yeah. it's starting to like it's no I, I might just like get a get, a, get like a, a box thing. of trash bags right yep, and yep. make it happen sure <laughs> Oh, I'm sure there will be vendors there that sell it just plenty feels of like I can't, yep. I can't see that band without there being some kind of mishap. Because last time, <laughs> uh, the lead singer was only like a couple of days out from contracting laryngitis. Oh, Jesus. And she's the one, like the main singer of mm-hmm. the band. And so mm-hmm. we saw like a show where there was not a lot of her singing. Oh, that's a um, bummer. Oh. And then I was like, this is like, well, what, what could go wrong? It's April. And the answer is the Pineapple Fucking Express. <laughs> April showers. Atmospheric River. is a, It's literally an atmospheric river. An atmospheric river. Wow. Maybe if it rains that hard, I won't go to work tomorrow. That's a good idea. It is supposed to be raining like goddamn crazy, but it may not start until tomorrow night. Speaking oh. of not going to work tomorrow, my wife decided that she was didn't feel like going to work today, which, you know, good on her. I'm all for anybody who doesn't want to go to work for a day. 
and uh, she was uh, so she stayed home, and I immediately thought to myself, hmm. If I stay home, I'm still at work. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't go into the studio today, but I was definitely doing stuff from here. Yeah. Well, when I stay home from work, it doesn't mean I don't work. Yeah. yeah it just means that I log in remotely. <laughs> right. And yeah. do my thing. So. <laughs> Is yep, your yep. computer at home more powerful than your computer at work? Uh, yes, but not by much. I have a 1060 at work and a pretty nice processor. So, hmm. I mean, granted, 1080 is much more powerful than 1060. 1060. I was about to say, that's like about $400 more powerful. <laughs> True, but take. I mean, my computer at work is totally comp- competent to play games at 1080. You know what I mean? Like, I sure. don't struggle with anything. Like $400 that. more powerful in pre-crypto uh, mining It sounds dollars? like the prices are starting to stabilize a little bit. Um, yeah. Or they were for a minute. That may not be the case. I by think the time it's you well. They, and then they they announced those cards that are being designed specifically for coin mining. Did they? Yeah, they're, but it doesn't matter what they make just for coin mining because people will buy all of them. Right. <laughs> it's, it's interesting, you know. Like at my work too. When I work from home, we still all kinds of people work from home. So it's not. Mm-hmm. It is a regular occurrence that when we do stand ups and stuff like that in the morning, that it is a group of humans standing and someone with their phone for a Google Hangout. For the other uh, people that are right, yeah. You know, so, um, man, we do that a lot too. April, there's a lot of video games. There's been a lot of video games recently, and I've played a lot of video games, and I haven't been on the show for a while too because I was we missed sick. A week? I missed two weeks because I was sick. We missed at ben, least one. Yeah, we missed a week, and then there was another week that we just didn't do an episode. Last week was bad. Last week was yeah. bad for a lot of people for a lot of yeah. reasons. So, uh, I haven't been on for like almost a month. Yeah. I miss you guys. Yeah. I uh, I miss our listeners. But fortunately, there's a couple people out there that were, you know, playing games with me, like Vermintide and Far Cry Co-op. I haven't played any Far Cry Co-op yet. But you have played Far Cry. I have played some Far Cry. Yeah. Um, it looks really good on your TV. Yeah. That's I'm a jealous. good looking game on Xbox One X. Yeah. Uh, it sure is. Runs in native 4K, apparently, with... Full no tearing DRM. except in the map right which is weird uh, <laughs> but if you're gonna have tearing that's the one spot to have it's tearing. probably not that weird because i think that the map is actually like it like is a like a 3d, 3D model, model yeah. of the world yeah um yep that you just can't be trusted on my lap now cat sorry <laughs> uh so i guess it's not that weird and other games have pro- had problems with the menu but yeah it looks pretty good um that is it's that it's weird. I feel I have I have mixed feelings about that game. Yeah, I'm still yeah, very, me too. Very early in it, I've but. watched it being played, and uh, I really disliked what I saw. At least in terms of the cult messaging, it felt weird. I saw I saw one part where it's this part where they're like rounding up people, pointing them at gunpoint to execute them and stuff. But it's like a it's like an infomercial. Mm-hmm. So it's playing this really happy-go-lucky Scientology-esque music mm-hmm. while this guy's talking about shooting all the people. And I'm just like, these two things do not jive. Like, that is not the type of music that a cult like this would well, put their and, shit and to. No, and no, because also their thing is like, oh, it's a cult that's held together by drugs. It's a drug cult. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a weird... It's like the the story elements and the background elements are kind of fraught. It's a little bit difficult to get into. It doesn't feel like it could be trying any harder not to piss anybody off. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's trying it's trying to it, whitewash any of the issues that could be brought up as really much as possible. It wants to look from the from like 
a hundred feet away, like it has something to say. Right. And that it is like politically relevant. Right. And then you get into the game and it's like, oh, you, wow. It's completely you were not. really <laughs> aggressively, like, it's almost like somebody went in and said, you know what? We have to take all the politics out of this game. Mm-hmm. We just, we've got to. Like, yeah. We just can't because it turns out that there are a lot of racists who like Far Cry. <laughs> uh, and well, maybe also like religious and religious people who like Far Cry and like, we can't let those people know that they're racist. So, well, and then in, black people in the cult, guys. <laughs> well, and then any of the uh, any of the aspects in it that any any time somebody says something political or whatever, it's uh, like you can tell that this was made by a Canadian team who has a particular view of this area of Montana because. I have family in that area of Montana. I'm in that area of Montana pretty frequently. Um, or the area of Montana that it feels like, which is western Montana near the Rockies. Uh-huh. Because um, the rest of Montana is flat as fuck. So you can tell exactly this where this not. was supposed to take place. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Montana is a conservative state. You know, like there's a lot of conservative views and a lot of, uh, you know, gun-toting, uh, hunting uh, farming and horseback riding areas of Montana, but it's also uh, a super culturally rich state, and uh, there's a lot of variety in the people there. And the uh, you know the sort of outsized, um, quote unquote, satirized ultra right wing conservatism that is portrayed in this game by th- these you know like. Uh, I would say G, uh, Grand Theft Auto level kind of characters. But you know? I, I feel like that that I, I don't think that they don't feel like they represent any sort of realism, that they I, represent a mock realism that is meant to uh, almost suggest that like, oh, here's the problems with uh, a particular viewpoint by satirizing it. But then they go so over the top that you can immediately dismiss it as having any relevance. But I I think that that does a disservice to, like, Rockstar stuff, which is already really ham-fisted. Yeah. But, like, they are specifically going after, like, archetypes and cliches. And this game feels like it gets close to archetypes and cliches and then shies way the hell away from it. Oh, you, you haven't gotten to, like like a, the there's a bunch of characters and a bunch of side missions and side characters in the game that I think will change your opinion when you get I, there. I mean, I just like it's not about like actual religion. No, like it's about it definitely isn't. like this specific set, like a drug driven sect. Right. Yeah. Guy, it's closer like, to that, that Hulu show, the path than actually like showing like what, like, militant religion like militant christianity looks like or something like that right, right. And, it, and it doesn't it's not like uh you know because the idea of um super fundamentalist christian ideologies that are weaponized is very relevant right it's now it's extremely relevant like and they completely is, avoid that relevance like this is like a thing that happens here. right like exactly the, the bundy ranch stuff in Oregon is like a pretty good fucking example of like where they take over a federal building. Right. Like that is shit that happens here. Right. Like Waco, it doesn't even need to be Waco. It doesn't have to be a cult. Right. Like it's <laughs> like an organized militia. Uh, yeah. The funny thing is if they avoid it cause they don't want to offend people, it's really weird. Cause it's like, 
I don't feel like that would even offend most Christian people because that's like a, such a small subset of the crazy vocal I, ones. Like the way. So I'm going to say something that I would never ever say in a review and that I would never ever allow someone to say in a review. Mm-hmm. Well, thankfully you can here. <laughs> pure speculate. Like this is not, I heard a thing from someone like right. it is not that this right. is you this making is me, an educated inference. It's not even that it's just like a, a gut feeling is that this feels to me like after Trump won, yep. someone said, holy shit, yep. we have to pull all of this shit out. That's what I was going to say. It's, it's too it's, fucking real. Also, America <laughs> is our biggest market and everyone is fucking racist. Like yeah. we cannot sell something that satirizes like Trump and white anxiety when white anxiety won the fucking presidential election. It feels election. like some it feels like a game that was made by people that are afraid of Trump supporters. I don't feel like it's just that though. It's also a game made by people who saw people getting mad about the even like closely touching politics of things like Deus Ex and other mm-hmm. games that made little touches on things that were like hitting upon real life events and the backlash they got from that, that they're yeah. just like, Oh yeah. Let's we not don't want to touch anything that. with a foot pole. I yep. also think that they, that there may be a concern inside of Ubisoft that the political radicalism and actual opinions and stuff like watchdogs to hurt that game. Hmm. That they think that it did not sell because that was like an extremely politically relevant, very like laser guided sort of like piercing of the sort of racist veil of tech. Hmm. Maybe of I the Bay like Area. Watch Dogs didn't sell because it just looked the first game was not that great. Yeah. The second one was really good. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, I I don't think. Uh, yeah, I mean, like. This is all pure speculation on our part. Oh, and yeah, if, yeah. This and is so like this is all that, speculation. This is, this yeah. is us being on the view. But the right way now. that it's yeah. constru- <laughs> like it's like the story doesn't even feel like what I've what I played, what I've seen, and what I've heard. Like the yeah. story does not feel coherent at all. Like mm-hmm. it feels sort of taped together. Like there's not a lot of sort of narrative structure there. There's a lot of you just go do your thing. And eventually the story may or may not coalesce around what you're doing. So it uh so like I'm being pretty far into the game from where you are because I was watching you play earlier. Right. Um, I can say that it does start to coalesce. The thing, like you start to realize that like, oh, these people over here know these people over here, and like if you pay attention to their dialogue and you read the little notes, like you start to pick all that stuff but, up, and the and the things start to coalesce. But so there's three major characters, or there's four major characters. There's the father. And then they're his two brothers and his sister. And those are all a, like... quote, sister, who's not actually his sister. Oh, I thought they were actually... I thought she was actually his sister. I don't think... No, she just shows up. Oh. Apparently, I was paying more attention to someone yeah. else than you were, Yeah, Matt. seriously, right? <laughs> I, so the... Uh, but apparent, But like, their stuff's... Like, you figure out how the the three zones that are in that are in charge by the father's sub-lieutenants, his two brothers and the sister. Which is um, like standard Far Cry mission structure or right, world right. structure at this point. Right. And like you start to figure out how the three regions are related to each other. Right. Um, it starts to make, and it all kind of starts to make sense. And you realize, oh, there is a, like if I go out and look at the map and I look, and I, once I realize what each of these regions are about, they all start to make sense. I like, And it starts uh, to make sense structurally. None of that is a problem. Like, I'm not saying that, like, it's sort of lore doesn't function in that way. Like, that right. they're, like it, that there are things that make sense within the world that it builds. Yeah. But I think that 
like one of the like going to Austin Walker's review for Waypoint, like one of the things that he pointed out is that like there's like massive expositional things for the story that you hear over like the radio. Yeah. And you're only going to hear that shit if you drive at specific parts of the game. Like it would yeah. be extremely easy not to get any of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that suggests to me that like that is stuff that someone that someone figured out was missing and they're like, we have all of this exposition missing. It needs to be in there somewhere. Hmm. Like that feels like really rickety tape to hold a story together that got the shit cut out of it. Either where stuff was cut out or they could not finish it in time. And as long as they've been working on this game, I have a difficult time imagining that they didn't have time to build enough story. Um, Yeah. I mean the maybe except for the fact. Oh, and I should, I should also say, in uh, full disclosure, Area 5 was hired to work on some Far Cry videos, not for Ubisoft or anything like that for a third party, but just, you know, so you know. And I, um, like, I got my copy of the game from Ubisoft, like, to talk mm-hmm. about on the podcast. Yeah. Like, I don't know if we need to make that FTC declaration, but I'm <laughs> saying that I got it that way. Yeah, um, I just, I feel, I feel. I feel like people should know that my company got paid to make Far Cry related material, Far Cry 5 related material. Um, but the, um, but anyway, what I was going to say is that like the, on the flip side of that. So like all these story problems, I agree with you on every front there. Um, except that maybe uh, their effort was put into the amount of stuff that you can do in this game. Cause there is a ton of shit you can do in this game. And, and most of it is fun. Barely interested in telling you about any of it. The what do you mean barely interested in telling you about um, any of it? So for starters, a lot of shit that you can do is unlocked behind skill points in the sub menu, which it doesn't really talk about or or really make any effort whatsoever in educating you about. Like the wingsuit, the grappling hook, like all of this shit is just like a thing that you buy. Mm-hmm. And aside from the fact that it doesn't tell you about that stuff, which is bad enough, the fact that it's an entirely optional thing means that the game is not designed around any of those things like it it is constructed in a way where you can do it but it's not right. designed for those things oh so it's like well maybe when it so does this example apply like i had this mission where i needed to go like way up to the top of this like high point like a hiking point at the top of a mountain right uh-huh but I was in a helicopter when I got the mission, so I just flew up there. <laughs> right, which is like, haha, fuck off. That's cool that like I can just break. It feels like breaking the game or like cheating a little bit. Yeah, but it's it's like the difference between. I'm gonna say Zelda, although Breath of the Wild does this as well. Like even Breath of the Wild, which like seriously deconstructs the way in which Zelda games are built. Mm-hmm. Like it still gives you your four main tools. And those and the game is designed around those things. Yeah, almost immediately too. Yeah. Just like, Whereas this is just like, eh, I guess you can fucking wingsuit in if you've got one. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it doesn't. There's no care in how you do things. Um, and there are options, and you can do stuff, and that's fine. And I'm not saying that it's not fun to do some things in this game, but I feel like there's kind of an absence of of like really a sort of applied like systemic design in this game like it's all about like emergence to the detriment of anything else yeah i i disagree like i see the i see it instead of like you know let's say you're taking over a cult outpost and instead of it being like oh you need to take over it this way it seems like they were designed so that you can attack them 
in any of the number of ways that you can think of. You can like run in with a helicopter, guns blazing. You can parachute or wingsuit in or wingsuit in onto guns a roof. Guns blazing. And, and yeah. I, but in the only helicopter. way to free any outposts is by killing everyone there. Like, that's, that's what I'm the, saying. I just like that is like the only thing. It but I'm like, saying you can do it. Mul- I'm saying there's like multiple ways to kill everyone to kill everyone in there. Yeah, like that's what I'm, I'm just, like that's part of what I'm getting at is that like ultimately when you make it so that you can do anything any way you want, like that means that there's only one sort of consistent thing, and the only way to complete most objectives in that game is to kill everyone right. in the space, unless unless they're physical challenges of some kind of some um, kind. Yeah. Also, like. It means because it has no sort of structure or sort of rigid progression through like a set of missions, like it doesn't, it it misses an opportunity to teach you what you can do in that game. It relies extremely heavily on not only having played previous Far Cry games, but like an encyclopedic knowledge of everything that you could possibly do and how you would do it in those previous games. Like, inner, like, Grab, I can't remember the name of the truck, but there's like a truck, like a monster truck, basic or not a monster truck, but like a kitted out SUV mm. or four by four that somebody wants you to get back for them. And it's mm-hmm. like, how the fuck do you do that when there's somebody in it? Like you have to run it off the road or something <laughs> like because it's got bulletproof windows. So like, mm-hmm. what the fuck do you do there? I'm sure eventually you figure it out. But like, meanwhile, you're driving across Montana, <laughs> like with absolutely no prompt whatsoever telling you what you need to do but if it prompted you to do it then would that even be interesting because you'd literally just be sure it it has you do that once and then you go through the rest of the game knowing that you can do this i wasn't sure if that was a thing that you encounter more than once i i mean you encounter other people i'm pretty sure you you encounter other people in vehicles but like uh i don't know i was the i remember that same mission and as that guy was driving out of the driveway i shot him in the fucking head i so. tried that and it, <laughs> it would not penetrate the windshield I, I don't know it worked for me well maybe because i was using a 50 caliber okay that could be <laughs> that might have been <laughs> so that but that's not like a good sort of applicable mechanic for the rest of the game like and i think that there are lots of games struggle with this kind of shit but this one struggles and doesn't tell you about anything mm-hmm. like so i i mentioned very without specifics on Twitter, like Far Cry Five does not give a fuck whether you understand its systems or not. And someone's like, I had no idea I could throw rocks until the end of the game. I uh, still yeah. don't know how you throw rocks. Which the only, yeah. the only reason I know that is because that was in the older. That was a key mechanic in Far Cry Three that it makes you do in its tutorial section, yeah. so you fucking know yeah. that it's something that you're supposed to do. It's part of your tool set. And this, yeah. it's just got like the tool set from every Far Cry game, which in a way is kind of neat, like as a sequel, but also fuck you tell me about your stuff yeah the weird the weird thing is is that like i i haven't felt punished at all for not knowing because i i didn't play far cry uh four i didn't either or blood dragon at all i played blood Um, dragon Dragon was basically just far cry three right but so i i and you know like i didn't uh but i don't feel i don't feel like i've been punished at all for not paying attention because like i go to the perk menu and i see what perks are available and it gives you little descriptions and how to unlock them or how much you need to unlock them um and then uh i feel like the the punishment for uh experimenting is very minimal because like the game is constantly saving and if i don't and like if, if i'm like if i do this will i alert the guards i don't know the Let's answer try is it. yes by the way invariably <laughs> the answer is always yes using a silent sniper rifle to take out 
alarm boxes alerts the enemy. Well, yeah, because they turn around and see the alarm box. Which, I don't know, that seems... <laughs> that just seems bad to me, but okay, whatever. I... Uh, the uh, if you if you if the guard is far enough away and not facing it when you do it, then you can do it without them being alerted. And that's the kind of stuff that you just figure out by playing it enough that you're like, oh, let's see if this works. And this is a game that seems to be all about that attitude. Let's see if I can do this. I, I just feel like Far Cry Three, which was not the last Far Cry that I played, but it's the last one that I played a lot, aside from Blood Dragon. Far Cry 3 succeeded despite some mechanical issues that the game had. Like, for starters, the fact that the shooting in the Dunia engine is not great. Like, that it is not a, a very performant, very sort of responsive shooter system compared to, like, fucking Doom or <laughs> well, Halo or Call of well, Duty yeah. or a, even Nothing's Unreal Engine 4 shooters. Like, it's just not... It does not feel as good to shoot things in this game as it does in other first-person shooters. Um but it's okay that it doesn't do that as well as other games do that because the world is designed around what you can do and the game is sort of a collection of systems that is fun to work its way through. And I think that this is lacking that sort of strong framework and sort of core loop of, of like Far Cry 3. And people, I saw people in some reviews glad that the towers are gone. Mm-hmm. Glad that you don't have to get to a space and go up in a tower and sort of like conquer it to see what's available in an area. But the th- because it's too much like Assassin's Creed, it's too it's like the er Ubisoft game. Mm-hmm. But the thing about those moments is that that adds like to the core loop of the game. And as it stands in my time with it so far, Far Cry Four does not have that. Like it does not have a core loop. It's like fuck around, stumble on something, and kill everything there. Well, that is a loop the loop is go liberate outpost take on the the mission that's not that's not like but no it's not take out a note it's it doesn't feel that way it just feels like you're just like going you're just doing the same thing it feel it feels uh, instead of it feeling like an ubisoft game to me it feels a lot more like skyrim or fallout i don't i think it feels exactly like, like wildlands like Wildlands. I don't think I played Wildlands. You didn't yes, play you Ghost did. Recon? We, you played the show. Oh, Ghost, Ghost Recon. Recon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ghost I, Recon like Wildlands. The yes, yes. The, the <laughs> anti-structure of this game feels exactly like Wildlands did to me. And, you know, I that might be the thing that I'm actually really enjoying about it is that, like, I don't feel like there's a critical path that I have to follow because everything that I do leads me into the story moments. And, like, I've heard people, like, so what will happen is, like, you liberate an outpost you free a hostage you destroy some cult supplies or whatever and your resistance meter goes up and as your resistance meter gets to certain points in an area you're sort of automatically captured and thrust into a story point with one of the main enemy so you're characters. not automatically captured they you, keep sending those squads at you until a sniper hits you well which is yeah, fucking infuriating in, in by the one way. in one area yes Eventually, in another it's area, no. Three in another, at the yeah. same time, it's 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 different depending on which area you're in, like how the story moments happen. Um, but there's still the basic thing where it's like you're going to be forced into a confrontation like multiple times as you raise your resistance meter. Okay, and I've seen a lot of people comment that like. I can't stand this. I was in the middle of buying ammo it and feels like I got shit hit with that something. They present you with a fight that looks like every other fight that you cannot win. Right. 
Like that uh, is shitty. The thing is, is like the first time that that happened to me, I was like, oh, wait, what, what is this? And then like, it just brought me into a story. And like, so it doesn't feel shitty to me. Like I have an opposite opinion of like where I've seen most of the internet go on this. And the reason why I like it is because every single open world game makes me feel like there's this super critical story. You've got to act. You've got to act right now or the world's going to be destroyed. And I'm like, I'll be back in four or five weeks when I'm done with this. But this has that. It's like, guess what? Your partners are being held by fucking murderous cultists. Right. Better go save them. Here's one of them on TV. Like right, literally right, right. in the fucking TVs in the houses that you see. But like, what I'm saying about like having the story points, having the story points put upon you instead of you having to necessarily go after them makes me feel like the world is happening, whether or not I'm participating in something directly and that I'm causing a broader aspect of things to change. And that's one thing that I think this Far Cry has that at least Far Cry 3 didn't have is that. When you build up the resistance in an area, the more uh, outposts that you take over, the more the resistance fighters start like driving vehicles around. Will yeah. show up in combat to help like you that, out, and the, as the resistance meter it's, fills, it kind of sounds a bit more like just cause when you describe it that way. That it's like the loop is go into an area, do whatever you want to fuck shit up because it fills the bar, and then that will trigger. Right, story. and I and I don't think that yeah. that's like an incorrect sort of association, but I also think that just cause was never lauded for its structure. Oh, the story. Like, it, you didn't care about like, the story at all. It was just a game about going in and fucking shit up. like yeah. systems design was not what people liked about that game. It was like the physics. But I, yeah, I just don't. And that's more what I'm getting out of this game is the, 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 I guess it would be physics because it's the, the moment to moment actions of like, you know, go, jumping into vehicles, jumping out of vehicles, going and doing missions that have a ton of variety to them and playing around with weapons and the actual, the, the physical systems of the game, even though like, I think the story systems and the background of all of that are largely garbage. I just, I, I think that it, Wildlands is one comparison to make. I would make another I think that's is, a good comparison. is unity. Like Assassin's Creed Unity. I didn't play Unity. Uh, one of the things that Unity was criticized for that it ju- that was justified was that like you would open the map and it'd just be fucking covered in icons. Mm, yeah. Like there's so much shit in the game. Some choice paralysis <laughs> going on. Where yeah, it it is choice paralysis, or it's like distraction. Like if I if I set myself on a task, there's like 17 fucking things on the way there, and it's like just like let me do this thing. Let me do the thing. Like you gave me a list of things. I picked one. Fucking let me do it. <laughs> I like the I I like the choice. I, I like being distracted right? by things I in my open world choice. games. So let me make my fucking choice. Like a million distractions <laughs> between point A and point B is not choice. That's distraction. Like I feel like it's trying to keep people playing it by giving like a million little things to do. I guess I guess I would be bothered and with it if I felt like those distractions weren't fun. But when I'm on the way to a location and, you know, this uh, Peggy, that's what they call the um, that's what they call the cultists in the game. And a Peggy convoy rolls up on me while I'm on the way to a destination. I, I'm, I'm not like, oh, crap, these guys are in my way. I'm like, yes, I get to get into a fun battle where I get to but throw I, C4 I around. I feel like this is the seventh time that this series has done that. Like... I mean, it's I, like, maybe it's the since I didn't seventh Far Cry game, like it's not it's right. not new to me to get waylaid by dudes on my way to thing like that is yeah. the game. Yeah. Whereas like 
it's it's sort of design and its story and like its structure is supposed to be is theoretically the thing that sets it apart like that's like the only way that assassin's creed has survived and even then it's struggled Mm -hmm. like yeah i mean and it's always been a pretty weak part of the far cry games so it's not surprised think that that's true i feel like most of them have been pretty distinct in that regard well, like, but the stories and stuff have never been lauded you know they've been like eh. i've never found a far cry story particularly enjoyable you know and characters that kind of sucked and just like I i've heard a lot of people say a lot of good things about four i just like have such a negative association with three with no with four because of like shitty like work baggage around that game oh. mm-hmm. um like the, uh, the the one thing that I will say about the story that I actually found kind of clever is that the again the three siblings that are in charge of their areas uh, I find it two really interesting uh, two siblings and one random person that are in charge of this area and the hot blonde girl hey man just because they're not family doesn't mean they're not family um, the he's means ain't blood yeah um, the uh, what what I like about their three aspects and their three areas is that they really do seem to represent like the three main ways that a cult or a dominating culture can suck the vulnerable in. And that is, you know, through charm, uh, ostensibly through love and kindness, but it's masquerading as something else. And then through, uh, you know, direct terror and intimidation. Yeah. And the, each of the each of the quote unquote siblings represent those kinds of paths into you know this sort of organization but the fact that they but the fact that it's all like based off of you know mind bending drugs makes it much less engaging from it a story really perspective it really undercuts itself it with really that does. whole conceit like and it's yeah. like to to what end like i i just like it just allows to give, it, them to give you an obvious an, to, yeah to, to not, not have an opinion, opinion. yeah and that that really pisses me off. Like when I stop to think about it for more than like thirty seconds. Like right. the fact that this game was sold as one thing and that it is so aggressively bending over backwards not to be that or anything. Like that it's like a Christian a Christianity influenced gun obsessed cult in Montana trying to take over and start like a separatist war against the government, but it's like, Hey, here's all the black people and all the women in our movement that our movement that like other movements of its kind is notoriously inclusive. (laughs) Like everyone knows those crazy militant separatists are always inclusive. It wouldn't surprise me though. If they were also feeling like, well, if there's no black people in our game or there are plenty of people of color in that game on the other side, which is like, that is what makes sense. Like that it's a bunch of crazy white people against a sort of broader, more inclusive group of people resisting that. Like that is America. If you were to if you were to have a culturally relevant piece of art, then yes. <laughs> but and I don't... wish that and I wish that it was. Cause like I, I like I've said like I said earlier, I enjoy all the mechanical systems in this game. But that stuff is definitely infuriating. At a certain point, it's just like, how fucking dare you? (laughs) Like, look at, not just like look at America, which is already fucked up enough. Like, Canada has its problems with this shit too, not to the Mm -hmm. same extent. But also, like, you go to France, where the fucking National Front placed in an election, like Nazis. 
like fucking Nazis. <laughs> like, how dare you act like you have something to say about this shit and shy so hard away from it. Yeah. And you do it a lot. Ubisoft does it a lot where they do shit that acts like it has something serious to say and like pulls way up short or fucks it up like Wildlands does and I comes just, off as kind of fucking racist. Right. I just wonder I wonder if video games are ever going to get to that point cuz it seems like the only times you ever run across a not game made that by act, 300 people there. That's what I'm saying. Watch Dogs 2 is the counter example mm. of a I game with played, a I, strong yeah, political I haven't message. played it. I should play it. I haven't. Like that that is a game with controversial shit to say. Or Mafia actually. Mm. Mafia does the, the Mafia like, 3, three. Uh, has mm. shit to say like even Wolfenstein, which, you know, I am not like a strong defender of Wolfenstein 2. I think that game has problems. Mm-hmm. But at least it and this the fucking publisher shied away from saying it. And even the studio occasionally shies away from saying it. But that game has fucking things to say mm-hmm. like that. Both of the new the more recent Wolfenstein games do like I. You, I, I don't know. They're so afraid. Yeah. They're, it feels like they're really afraid. There's something to be said for making stuff that is just fun. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that is fine. But don't but act if you like want, it's something else. Exactly. And if you want to make great art, great art requires a certain level of courage. And it requires exposure to controversy, outcry, and yes, even hatred. And maybe you don't want to be exposed to that kind of stuff. And you can't and force that kind of I, stuff on other people at all. But... I just kind of wish that it would happen. Your game doesn't have to be that. Like, it does not. I play games that ostensibly have no politics. Like, nothing has no politics. But games that I, I try mean, to yeah. not have politics. Right. Like, that try not to be political man. Right. And, like, <laughs> that is fine. Like, that is vanilla ice cream. Right. But don't fucking act like you're some crazy ice cream flavor and then pull the thing, pull away that's very... The packaging and it's vanilla ice cream inside like <laughs> don't tell me your fucking fudge brownie core and i open the goddamn carton and your vanilla ice cream like don't <laughs> don't it's yeah it's insulting it's fr- it, it's frustrating yeah from a cultural standpoint it's frustrating um and that's like i don't hate the game like there's i am enjoying some of it like i want to get my mountain lion friend I'm committed. The, the to, mountain lion friend, the dog friend, and the grizzly bear whose name cheeseburger friend right. are fucking like great. You know what? <laughs> I'm not too proud to admit that I have a vulnerability to those things. <laughs> I, they are great. But Especially, do you have Boomer? Did you get Boomer? Yeah, yet? I mean, Boomer was the first guy that I found. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's so good early on because, like, he can spot enemies for you. And so you don't even need to break out your binoculars. You just run into an area and he'll just spot them all. Yeah. So I, I don't, I mean. I do like the companions a lot in this game. extremely well. Yeah. Like extremely well. I think that, I think the companion AI in this game is actually really good. I'm Maybe shockingly too good, good. Honestly. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if, if, if too good is a thing in a game like this, but yeah. like, I don't know. Like shockingly good too. And they all behave the way that you would expect them to behave. The yeah, sniper behaves sort of like distinct, a sniper. Yeah. Distinct personality That types. too. Yeah. Their, their lines are really good. A lot of the voice acting in the game is really good too. Uh, so I would like, like to, to see what people make in Far Cry Arcade as well. Yes. That is very interesting. Is, is this the first time they've put a like... Uh, I guess I would say a Halo style map editor this in this game? This goes way past Halo. 
Really? Like you can make like campaign stuff. Oh, really? I didn't know that. And it's got assets from like five different or like a that like I knew. Six it's, got, it's got assets from Ubisoft a bunch of games, yeah. including battle Assassin's royale games. games. You can make all kinds of shit. Like wow, that is. It's more like the StarCraft arcade stuff, honestly, than like hmm. it's yeah. It's so Except super more cool. robust, even. Um, wow, that's impressive. That's the most interesting part of it to me. Yeah, yeah just that's that all really tool. that's that's really cool. I think that, that is a cool way to make your game not something worth trading in. Right, right it's not making some multiplayer mode, but making content creation tools that yeah. people will use. And I, I'm I'm hoping that there's some articles or some Twitter posts or whatever about some of the best stuff because uh, I hopped in because you can talk you can walk up to arcade posters or arcade machines in the game and just hop into the arcade multiplayer map stuff, or you can just do it from the main menu, of course. Um, but uh, I just like peruse through it and as you might expect like same thing with um i don't know um like little big planet and stuff like that it's, it's hard just, to find the good it's shit. hard to find the good shit yeah and like just scrolling through the map so i was like eh, no 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 and i didn't actually end up jumping into anything because like i there wasn't a good way to sort it i've never played a content creation game that didn't have that problem yeah it's something right. that people haven't really figured out i think the next step for that kind of thing is like let people create content but we're also going to have maybe an editorial voice where we're going to have staff picks or something like that and maybe that will come in this game or maybe it's in there already and i just didn't find it but i don't think so i think it's just a big list of whatever the latest ones yeah, I feel are like the little big planet games always struggle with it like yeah every i mean even like the mario maker was better about it because they did do some curating but it's mm-hmm. like yeah, it's like you almost need a full-time curation staff. <laughs> almost, it's actually yeah. Really popular. Yep. So, but that's also where Ubisoft seems largely to be headed, like content creation or game, UGC, like user-generated content, yeah. and like like community-driven, like long-tail stuff. Right. So, yeah, maybe they'll figure it out. Like, how big a fucking PR coup would it be for Ubisoft if someone made an awesome game in Far Cry Arcade? Like, a game that felt like a game. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and they own it, so they can do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, the uh, going from a game that has almost too much to do to a game that maybe doesn't have enough to do is I played some Sea of Thieves. Oh. Um, I wanted to get... Um, uh, so, I wanted to check it out. But I didn't really want to buy it because it's a full-priced game. Yeah, you did some Game Pass shenanigans. <laughs> so I did. I went and I got my two-week free Game Pass, and I played that game for about a week, and then I canceled my Game Pass because I'm like, I don't need to hang on to this game. Yeah, it seems like a game that, you know, is going to be like, check it out in a year and see mm-hmm. if they updated it and gave it some good, like... Does it feel like early access to you too? Yeah, I mean, it has like it has like one basic really small loop. Yep. It feels good to do. It does for like ten hours. Yeah, and then you're like, oh wait, that's all there is. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And so you kind of fall off. And it feels yeah. like the gold prices are extremely, extremely high. high. It's like more Be- like a mobile game. Yeah, exactly. Like the gold prices are super super high for stuff that's essentially just cosmetic because yeah. like it's not like any of the stuff that, that you buy gives you any new sort loot. of progression model that is not cosmetic. Yeah, like but they like, don't. I mean that very much goes against what they've said they want that game to be right they, they don't want somebody to run up against like uh, a level 99 ship or whatever that's just unbeatable yeah. it's just oh yeah like, i'm not saying give give me my pirate more health or anything like that but maybe along the way i can unlock a a barrel a gun that can shoot a little bit farther because there's a long barrel but it has a slow refire rate no but i mean the second that you add that like 
what you as a game designer on paper think might be like a trade-off for a lot of the audience. It's like, why? No, this isn't a trade-off. Are you kidding? Like, why would I ever not do that? Like, <laughs> oh, right. So then I yeah. go and we tweak more values and the other things. That's a solvable problem. Mm-hmm. Like to me, like you can, you can balance those things, you know, that's how you have, I, but it well, also creates like a sort of meta in the game that they don't want. Like they don't want a competitive meta in Sea of Thieves that way where like you level mm-hmm. up to a better gun. Well, I, I have, feel like well, sorry, you can ahead. eat vanilla ice cream for a few days and then throw it in the trash. <laughs> I, I feel like what the what it really could have used and honestly what I, I had no reason to expect this because I'd seen the previews. I played the beta. But for some reason I was expecting AI on the ocean. Me too. I, it, it needs that. Yeah. Like if now to meta like the artist I met like it could use boats that I could raid or it could use escort boats, missions, escort missions, something yes, something yeah. else to attack. Yeah, other I than think players. that that makes total sense. I, but I do like there's not the maps are not dense. There's only like no. 24 players to a map, right? Which is and, not a lot. And I would love it if like you know you're out there picking up your chest and you know some player ship rolls up and starts to attack you and then it's like oh wait here's the royal navy which is against all pirates including you and the people that you're attacking what are you going to do now you know and like a royal navy like you know extra and royal navy fleet that is a raid sort of like those island raids are yeah and i wouldn't be surprised if a lot of this is actually like something that will come to the game Me too. that's my that's totally my hope as well i do like my I don't even feel like I need to defend the game so much as just say like it doesn't feel like something that I, I think an accusation that could be lobbed at like Destiny at No Man's Sky and some other stuff is like there was a suggestion that they were much, much, much more than they were. Oh yeah, this mm-hmm. game never claimed Whereas, to be more like, than what it, it is. See if these always been like, no, that's what you do. Yeah. It's yeah. that. What? It is. It's yeah. like it's so it's this, like and more, right? And it's like, no, it's that. <laughs> to me, I, I want to eat some bananas. To me, I, I think I, I think I'd just be curious. You know, I'm sure they did, but I'd be curious to see what a server would feel like with like double the player count. What does yeah. that feel like? Because right. I hardly ever see players. Yeah. I do. I wonder, like, if it's a performance issue. Yeah, or maybe. or maybe they did find when they did that, it was literally like, well, now I just can't get quests done. Right. Like, I'm literally yeah. just getting shot at all the time. Right. So I can and see that getting annoying. There, there needs to be, there needs to be some sort of. There needs to be some sort of cooperative element too. Now, not like uh, clans or whatever, because then you don't want somebody running around with like a fleet of shi- of six ships that just dominate the whole ocean. Because it's not fun for anybody else. It'd be on the interesting, server. perhaps maybe if uh, when I'm doing a mission for the gold hoarders, right? I run a gold hoarder flag above my ship, and when you see me, you're like, ah, I'm also doing a gold hoarder mission. We're not going to fuck with them because that would be like against my faction, current my current faction. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it seems like more sort of politics and more like interaction, more sort of like systems interaction. I want like just a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, you or know. like, or, you know, like maybe you could trade or like sell, sell the chests to each other. And like, if you can do some exchange on the high seas before you deliver it, it's actually worth more money. Which yeah. doesn't make any sense economically, but you know, I uh, and it's probably a bad game design idea. But I'm just saying I something like, like that there's so much some, space some sort for of notoriety to have an effect on things in that game, like just based on the sort of like the pirate legend shit. Like, oh, that's interesting too. Yeah, that that there's space for them to play with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the point of us like doing this speculation is that the game just doesn't have enough. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, hopefully, hopefully it will. 
Yeah, yeah I I, the people that it. I've seen that are into it, like it's the people who are using the tools in there to make their own fun. Yeah, with each other and against the other players that they'll yeah. find. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, that is definitely most of the fun. It's, just it's, fucking with your own crewmates half right? the time and <laughs> yeah. stuff. So, uh, one thing they definitely need to add is more instruments. You need to have like a full four man band out there, not just like you know a hurdy gurdy, not a just accordion. a hurdy gurdy and accordion. You need a drum, a, a drummer, and some kind of stringed instrument. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. And yeah. the, uh, um, uh, I, it seems like this game was almost like they almost knew that like the, the, the big draw would be to like Twitch streamers where like, you know, multiplayer head to head combat stuff is a lot more fun. And that's all you really need if you have a bunch of Twitch streamers on it. are big on Twitch. Right. Yeah. The unexpected. Right. Yeah. Um, a game that I feel like doesn't have, has it has plenty to do, but I was a little I was a little surprised playing a way out that that game yeah. is like I don't know maybe I shouldn't because Brothers in many ways was the same way I guess I didn't expect it to be such a line that you follow oh really oh, that's yeah. funny that's exactly what I was expecting. yeah that was that's, that <laughs> is what I would I would be surprised very surprised that that's not what yeah. it was oh, that's well funny. it's it's just you were talking about I made different choices. Yeah, right? and I so far when I've played the game, I have not encountered a space where there was room to make a choice. Now, granted, I'm only in the second chapter, right? So, like, I'm like, very like, early like on. where, where have you been playing? Well, you have to play co-op. Um, yeah, I'm playing with my wife. Yeah, yeah. I got married. <laughs> yeah, my wife. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, and we're playing it, and but like you know, in the very beginning, when you're escaping a prison, yeah, spoilers. That's what they've shown all along. <laughs> escaping prison. I just feel like it's like, you know, there isn't like. There's no options in, like, am I going to work on the wall thing right now? Of course I'm going to work on the wall while you do the lookout. Then I'm going to reverse it to you. I'm going to go grab the thing while I do the lookout. Like, everything is very scripted. And I guess mm-hmm. I was maybe expecting just slightly less scripting when people kept talking about choices they made. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like, no, I'm playing out my role in the movie, which mm-hmm. is fine. Yeah. Like, that's a cool thing, too. Like, especially for, like, my wife, she loves story-driven stuff. So when it's like we're getting to play out that story and, and see how these two characters pretty cool like yeah and the fact that it's like forced co-op is kind of interesting like it was a little off-putting at first that the game is always split screen but then it was also really cool seeing like it was like getting to see a film scene like when you see it in certain like tarantino movies or something where they have the split on the screen Uh you're getting to see two people coming into the same place and you know Mm -hmm. they're about to head meet head to head you get a little bit of that vibe from it and the uh um this this game has uh, I think some of the most incredible co-op moments of a game I've ever played. Yeah, yeah, because there there were times where my my friend Chris and I played the whole game together over the course of like a Friday night and Saturday day. You know, because uh-huh. it's only about five hours long, six right. hours long, and uh, which is great actually. Yeah. Um, and uh, there were times where it seemed like he's on one path, I'm on another path. We're both in vehicles. And like we're both going different paces, getting stuck at different times, and yet somehow we both end up at the same point, and there's like this dramatic moment, and it felt like magic. It was clearly designed to work that way, but I don't know how we got to that point. And they then there's a few moments around in, in this game that happen like that, where it's like, oh man, now we're in the same space because it felt like we were in totally different spaces, and you completely fooled me into believing that like we were like way off on different paths and there's no way we could like have this sort of synergistic moment where our stories magically align. It's funny you say that because I did feel a little bit of that with uh, 
the initial part when your characters are one character is in prison, one character is arriving at the prison. Oh, uh huh. And you start off in such disparate parts of the prison, and you're like, the one character is going through the whole procedure of being introed into prison. The other one's obviously been there for a while. He's getting in fights, he's arguing Mm -hmm. people. And somehow you line up perfectly at your cells, entering your cells at the same time like Mm -hmm. that. That did not feel like that should have worked that way. No. But it totally did. Exactly. It it feels like if this were any other game, one of you would have been sitting in your cell waiting for the other one to show up. Yeah. (laughs) And somehow the game, through uh, the stuff that's available for you to do, puts the two of you in the same areas where you need to be in order to move on to the next thing. Yeah. And uh, the the game has, like, everything is, almost everything is a co-op moment. Yeah. And uh, a good co-op moment, and too. Su- and I will say there's surprising puzzles. Yes. Like, like there's, like, it is a little annoying at times if you get, it can be frustrating, I should say, to me, that there's very obviously, like, whack on the hand, you did not do this exactly the way you should have moments right. to sure. it. Like, like. You know, you did not do the thing for your partner and they fucking are dead because you didn't do it. So yeah. now you do it again. And you're like, OK, I mm-hmm. got, you know, right. step A and B down. Right. Uh, so it's just you have to do the thing. You have to do the thing yeah. at the right time. Yeah. You um, may have you may have like two or three the ways of the Far Cry 5 problem. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. You may have two or three ways to do the thing to help out your partner. But if you don't eventually do the thing, then it's just over. and You have to start. But over. I thought there's like really clever implied things like. There's a part where you have to get someone up to a higher point in the prison. Mm-hmm. It's pretty early on. And the way to do it is one of you has to get boosted. And at first we were going to do it. My wife was the one who distracted the guard. Mm-hmm. And then I was about to boost her up. And I realized, oh, shit, the guard's going to notice if she's gone. Because mm-hmm. she sent the guard on an errand. So I was like, no, 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 no. You got to boost me the fuck up uh-huh. there. You got to stay here. So when the guard uh-huh. comes back, he's not surprised that, that you're not you know, there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I thought that like that was like. It was going to totally let me fuck up right there on uh-huh. my own because I just, unless I had that logic moment of thinking, wait, that guy's waiting for him. Yeah. And I was like, that's smart. Like, very, that's, that's pretty cool. Like, and it, that, that stuff happens all throughout the game. And so, but when you get to the choice moments, it'll be like, uh, what are the two, what are the guys' names? Leo and Vincent, Vincent and Leo. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll basically say, do it Leo's way, do it Vincent's way. Mm. And then you both have like a little, there's UI on the screen where you can vote, you know, Vincent right, just or like vote the conversations. Leo. Right. And uh, so, and like, those are the only real choice moments. And it's, you know, it's things like, um, you know, like, do do we want to talk our way through this or do we want to fight our way through yeah, this kind of thing? Yeah, get a little violent. Yeah. And uh, so that's the that's the thing where i think i would want to play this one more time to just see. to like just to like make the opposite choices that we did last time and then after that i think you've played the game yeah i mean it, i will say to me what is it, it a 60 dollar game no it's a 20 dollar game oh well <laughs> it's a, yeah it's 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 a, what it feels like to me it's a 20 dollar game with a free pass for the other player yeah so that's the other thing is it's forced co-op but you can buy it once and play it with both people that's yeah. that was a really cool thing they actually yeah, put out a video to explain that because they were like it's a really weird thing to do yeah. um but i will i will say that the, what this game feels like to me is a really good david cage style game yes and in like like you know like that type of game that all those other ones were and maybe you think that Things like Detroit don't necessarily look good. And what was the one before that was like kind of mediocre. Yeah. And it's like. Uh, 
beyond. Or maybe you just think David Cage in a studio seemed like they might be pretty gross. Yeah. And so you're, but it's like, <laughs> are we talking about the sexual harassment stuff? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sexual harassment stuff. And I thought like, wasn't there like weird things with like, there was like a weird video in game of like David Cage and some underage girl, like that they made really? in the game or something like that. Yeah. No. I thought, like I, didn't, some, I didn't play. I feel Beyond like there was some Souls. weird shit implied feel, that was like, like also like the, the art game. director made someone model uh, what's her name nude for Beyond. Yeah, see, so just just like creepy it's shit. A, it seems yeah. like a fairly fucked up studio culture and just what you hear sounds like some creepy, possibly nefarious shit. So in a game, and in so, addition to their games being bad, and so I liked, I still like Heavy Rain, even Me too. though it was, it, it, it doesn't it's necessarily hold up as as well. But this feels like. A good one of that style game where it's like you i'm playing it for the cinematic experience and getting to see how some choices play out and it has some quick time events but there's they're nothing like say heavy rain what like, i liked about them is i found that pretty they were, simple so at first uh, my wife was struggling with it a little bit until i told her stop looking at the button prompts mm-hmm. literally look at the animations if it's a if it's you punching, hit this button. If it's them punching, it's the other button. Uh, and then uh-huh. that just, then she didn't even have to look at the, you know, you could just, just look at what they're doing. And that was smart. That was good direction. Because I just realized, yeah. I realized that it was never going to actually pick like A or B. It's no. always just one or two. Yep. yep so yep. I was like, okay, that, that can help because you can look and react the way you would in a fight. Right. Yep. So, um, so the, the, the one thing that I will say about this game, and I'll try to say it in a way that doesn't spoil it, is yeah. there's a part uh, near the beginning of like the last third of the game. Yeah. Where uh, I think this game completely goes off the rails from the stuff that you've done before. Mm. And it's very frustrating and it's very annoying and it doesn't feel good for the characters' stories. And it doesn't feel ter- good in terms of the way that it mixes up the gameplay. Yeah. I think it was a very, very poor decision and it harms the game and it'll harm the experience of a lot of people that aren't expecting it. Yeah. Um, that being said, the way that the game that wraps up is very powerful yeah and absolutely worth experiencing so if you can make it through all that shit it's worth it i want to i mean if for no other reason other than i felt like brothers was just a game that i really liked and so Mm. simply on the clout of brothers alone is enough to make me finish playing through what would the guy that made brothers next game be for some reason like this game makes me want io to take a third crack at kane and lynch and i cannot adequately explain well, what it is, it is. it's got kane and lynchy vibes it totally does it does yeah. because couldn't you play kane didn't kane and lynch get split screen as well like you were totally doing split yeah. screen stuff in kane and lynch so i mean both of, them, both of them were co-op shooters and it's a little bit kane and lynchy in the sense that these guys are buddy kind of but they're also adversarial at times they're yeah. they not getting along not that one's quite as uh you know lynch quite to the point of being <laughs> like psycho but yeah they're they're definitely just yeah. different no, I the uh, this uh, you know this game just reinforces to me again how great co-op experiences are, and that I really want people to just keep. Don't ever let the co-op train derail. Um, the it's it's a really amazing way to experience an interactive entertainment with another person. And this game does it extremely well, so it's absolutely worth twenty dollars, especially because another person can play with you for free. Uh, there aren't a lot of games where I don't feel like they're worth twenty dollars. To be totally honest, that's true. I, I agree. feel like all sorts of opinions about game pricing yeah. and game yeah. ubiquity. I'm just trying to look up. I want before. to know who voiced the actor of uh, Vincent. 
Has anybody mm. here played Where the Water Tastes Like Wine? No. I, not. I looked at it and I thought to myself, that does not look like a game for me. Have you been seeing like the stuff that's been going around this week about, yeah, how, about they, how they made zero money and like that it sold less than 5,000 copies? Yeah. And to me, I look at that and I say like that subject matter just doesn't look like it would have any sort of like widespread audience. I don't though. even know what it is. Is it's, it a, is it a uh, Steam game? From, I can't remember his first name. Jonaman from formerly of uh, Fulbright. Mm-hmm. He was programmer on Gone Home and he sort of went off and did his own thing. Mm-hmm. Made this game called Where the Water Tastes Like Wine. It's a pretty game. What is um, it? I don't. I barely oh. even know. Honestly. Oh, you haven't played it? Oh, no, okay. it's like it's very much like there are certain members of the games press that are like super into like the more weird indie stuff. Sure, like the more art house quote that an indie game gets, the more they're into it, and like that sort of group gotcha. of people across outlets like we're really sort of into this game, and it just absolutely fucking tanked that's a bummer there's a lot of really interesting stuff on the fringe that like video games are weird because uh well not that weird i mean (laughs) i guess it works like other genres because the log line on steam Hmm. where the water tastes like wine is a narrative adventure game about traveling sharing stories and surviving manifest destiny like that is a hard sell (laughs) sting does a voice in it or something maybe like, like it's and it's got like it's like a weird looking art style and you're it seems like you're traveling around. it seems to me like it almost feels like a great depression type thing well if it's like manifest vibe. destiny that era would be the 19th century yeah and it's definitely got characters that look like they're out of 19th, 19th century and stuff like that. it's just hmm. it is games right now it is i mean literally there are hundreds of them coming out every month right like yeah and so i feel like you just see something like that and if you're not sure you're just not gonna pull the trigger right yeah like, you just fly right by it and that's just like that just a narrative driven adventure game about manifest destiny it's, it's hard to know what what exactly that is and so you watch a couple of videos and you're not sold it's just like man yeah. it is a tough thing and it's like yeah the championing of some press can can help but it can yeah. do it sometimes but i feel like it i did never saw that game reach like a critical yeah a critic-based critical mass. So one thing that I can suggest to any game developers or any aspiring game developers that are out there listening that uh, almost nobody does, and when it comes to your game trailers, is fine, make your narrative trailer, put your pull quotes in it, you know, do the typical game trailer thing. But the one thing you cannot neglect especially as the Steam store gets more and more crowded every single day, do not neglect the gameplay trailer. You need to show what show, the game is fucking immediately. Exactly. And don't don't just be like, uh, don't just show, you know, like a bunch of clips of your game or whatever. Like, get in there and do a let's play of like the first five or ten minutes of your game and show people what it's about. Because like, I can't tell you the number of times that like uh, I've been browsing through Steam and I've gone to a game and I've been like, oh, this looks interesting. But the trailer doesn't tell me what the game is about. The next trailer that's on the Steam page is just an announcement trailer. And then it's a bunch of screenshots. I'm like, I'm not sure what this is. And I'll read like the first paragraph of the description. I'll be like, I still don't know what this is. But if you had like just recording yourself in front of your dumb PC microphone playing the game for 10 minutes, I would know. Yeah. That's a, I've I've totally checked out games exactly for that reason. You know, yeah, I mean, some games a picture is enough. Some you know, some of them like, are actually. But the, that's that, it has to be like pretty fucking specific, not yeah. even unique or special, because there's lots of unique and special games. Right. I mean, yeah, for me, but, I I actually checked out that game, A Ghost of a Tale, on yeah. Steam. Yeah, 
and it was solely because I looked at a screenshot. I saw it and I was like, oh, mouse, rat, like me and my wife, we love mice and rats. I'm cute. I'm in for the cute. Click on the thing and all of a sudden I'm like, this looks fucking way, 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 way pretty. Like, yeah, like exceptionally it, it, pretty. And it's like, oh, uh, a stealth adventure game. I'm like, that's right up my alley. So right? I have it downloaded, but I haven't played it yet. So what that do you game think is it? made, almost, it is largely a one-man project. Yeah. And it is a person that used to work as an animator for DreamWorks. Huh. And nice. And so, unsurprisingly, the character art and the movement and stuff is like, is like on a level that most, tri- I don't even feel like a lot of AAA games hit. Like wow, the character nice. looks when you see that character and it's going and it's like hiding in a thing and you look at its dumb little face you're like mm-hmm. this character is like I'm watching an animated movie it's so cute it's <laughs> awesome and and like the rats that you see who are the bad guys mm-hmm. uh have such just like a distinct look and the other characters you meet like frog people and stuff you're just like and you guys all look so fucking good <laughs> and uh but I think that I think it helps to go in with expectations of knowing this is a one person project because it feels like mm. the scope of it is pretty small. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like at least a large part of it takes place in this one prison yeah. that you're in. And so you're going to be spending a lot of time going back and forth within the Arkham Asylum, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so you're going to be backtracking. And, and as you do things to progress, just like our, actually Arkham Asylum is not a bad metaphor for it. You're going, you might get the key finally to go into a new spot. Got you might talk gotcha. to this person who gives you a thing that allows you to like put together their suit of armor so that you can fool people into getting to an area. <laughs> so, and, uh, but it's like, it's a crazy game. It has like all these like stats, like, Oh, if you put on this, you make more noise. So you're way more detectable by rats. And so mm. you might want to wear all your cloth gear when you're trying to be super stealthy. Mm-hmm. I will say too, for people who are always looking for games that are like not violent, like you can be killed. But you mm-hmm. cannot kill anyone in this game. Wow, you nice. can use bottles and you can knock rats out temporarily. Mm-hmm. But it's not like once you knock them out, your little mouse can go up and fucking cut their throat. Or something like <laughs> right. That. Your mouse is a strictly no killing sort of person. Good. That's so, awesome. Yeah. I it, love it. It kind of, I think it jives with that game because it would be a little weird after your mouse is being so like five will goes west of all of a sudden five will go west, just pulling out a pistol and puts down this rat all violently or something like Curb that. Curb stomps him. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. So, but yeah, it's, it's just got a really cute look and it, I would say it's definitely in the same vein as like a, an Assassin's Creed and what it's trying to do as far as like stealth. The AI is mm. pretty rough mm-hmm. in my opinion. It feels, yeah. if I was going to tie it in, I would say it's closer to a less violent version of what was that goblin game we liked? Oh, sticks, sticks. sticks. Is yeah, the goblin game you liked? Yes. No, yeah. we liked. Yeah, Anthony and I played together. Okay. Yeah, me and Matt liked that game. Yeah. Um, and I would say it's it's got that same feel where it's like it's like wow, this has a lot of polish and stuff. It's still a little rough around some edges, but for like an interesting take on a stealth action that's really pretty, actually, it's totally that. And nice. Like, I feel like I don't know how many awards it's going to win ultimately for its gameplay. But, like, the world it creates, it, and, like, it feels like if someone took, like, the old cartoon Rats of Nim in a way, mm-hmm. and turned that into, like, a 3D world, and placed you, like, in a medieval Rats of Nim world. It's, oh, it's, that's great. Yeah, it's 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 actually really cool, and especially just all the more impressive for being a one-person, yeah. largely a one-person game. Oh, man, well, I know what I'm doing this weekend, that's for sure. Yeah, you should check it out. I'll be curious to hear what you think. Yeah, very um, cool. Yeah. I also played some of that new Battlegrounds map. And I think I can, oh, yeah. I can safely say I just don't really enjoy Battlegrounds that much anymore. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I just after, I mean, I can't complain too much. I got like 600 something hours. I know you, sh- you were playing it for so long. And but it's just like I tried to go back to it and I'm just like, it's still just such a bummer 
that they changed the shooting in a way that made me bad and I didn't want to put in the time to learn. And so now I go back and I'm terrible. I'm How did so they bad. change the shooting that made you bad? Oh, they changed the bullet modeling at uh-huh. one point and made it to where like shots would fall faster and stuff like that. So all the shots uh, that I used to be able to be like, oh, I can oh. hit that. I'm like, oh, I have to relearn oh, okay. all the stuff that I spent like nine months so getting better they- at. Did they do that so that people aren't sniping consistently from 500 meters? They did that, they did that to make it more realistic. Yeah. And, and just like they also changed the damage modeling. Uh-huh. So like when it used to be when I shot someone, I generally had an idea like four shots, I'm going to take you down. Mm-hmm. Now they made it to where like I shot him, I saw blood, but I might have hit him in the arm. And that meant it only did like 15% of the uh, damage it should have done. Okay, right. It, or that it used to do because that would have been counted as a chest shot. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, yes, now we have more realistic damage modeling, a hand versus an arm versus a shin. Mm-hmm. But that also means now that it's, it now made it harder to predict how many times I had to hit this person to kill them. Right. And why didn't they go down? You know, it just felt like in the effort to make things more realistic, they just made it a little bit less predictable. I and I didn't like that. I don't uh, know about realistic, but fair. So that feels more fair. <laughs> like, cause getting shot in the arm and having it counts as a chest shot is kind of bullshit. Totally. I mean, it's, it's just that, I spent nine months learning one way and uh-huh. I changed it and I didn't want to, I didn't, didn't want to keep learning it my way, Arthur. Well, you were already getting frustrated by the game before they even made any True, of these changes. True, polish was still an issue. And they I will say... a deathmatch mode too. And I will say that I'm playing on the experimental test server, mm-hmm. which is a step beyond the test server. Like, so the new map... <laughs> you need an invite to get into the experimental yeah, yeah. test server. And so this new map that they're demoing on there is there's still 100 players, but it's it's Fortnite sized. It's only oh, wow. four by four kilometers. Right. So within like the first 10 minutes, there's usually only 30 people left. Right. Like it's, everybody it's, died so fast. And not yeah. only that, but the, the, it's crazy. The gun density is like every building has like two assault rifles in it. Uh-huh. So they just plan on it being like drop. Uh-huh. And it feels like it's like a map modeled off of like Vietnam. It's hmm. much more jungle. There's like temples. Mm-hmm. And it's, when I say it's experimental test server, it's like, the temple map is using the default checker checkerboard Unreal texture because it's oh. not been even textured. Right, right. It's just like <laughs> geometry they built and they right. didn't bother doing anything with it. Super experimental. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, so it's 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 much more janky just flat out. Yeah. But, you know, it seems like an interesting map. I mean, it's it's got that density. I just don't enjoy Battlegrounds much anymore, but that density seems right to get what they mm. want, which is like at least the first five minutes are going to be fucking brutal. And then after that, <laughs> right. the circle, I mean, literally as you're dropping, the first circle is already on the map. Like oh, you can wow. see here's where the circle is yeah. going to be. So you can choose to drop outside it, but you know, you're going to have to run in, but you can right. run pretty easy. Right. So yeah, it's so cause small because it's, it's only four. Again, four it, it ha- definitely yeah. has that torch vibe. Torch doesn't even have vehicles, but it's generally pretty easy to you run Fortnite? to circle. Yeah. You said Torchlight. Oh, Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I played some, I played some of that game too. Fortnite. Yeah. Um, I played some Fortnite. Fortnite, uh, I, I was at my um, uh, in-laws this last weekend, my sister-in-law, and and her whole family plays that game. I know like, you're telling me like ages 4 to 12. Yep, yep. Like uh, her husband, she doesn't play it. I mean, she's played it a little bit just because like everybody's on the couch playing it, you know? Sure. But she she's not a gamer at all. Uh, but her husband and uh, her four kids all play it. It being free to play and on everything really helps with that. Yep. It yep. sure does. I mean, it's interesting. Like, also, I find... It's all they want to talk about. I find that... Especially uh, the kids. Fortnite on PC, a little bit out of my reach because I feel like if I want to get good at that, I'm going to have to put in a ton of time mm-hmm. um, because the sheer velocity you have to be at building in that oh is like... Oh, my God, yeah. It's like the difference between playing at Halo Wars... You need to be Neo. ...and playing StarCraft. <laughs> like... <laughs> competitive halo wars you could probably do because 
you can't APM in the same way as you can yeah. in competitive StarCraft. Right. And it's the same thing on PC Fortnite. When someone gets shot at once on PC, you're like, did they just make a skyscraper? Uh-huh. <laughs> it, whereas like on console, it is at a slow enough pace that you still have to, if you're a really good builder, you still have an edge. Yeah. But I still feel like I can build at the speed that I build at and shoot it and react at the speed you, I react at and be pretty competitive. So, yes. But, of course, there's degrees of that, too. So, like, my oh. the, my oldest nephew, like, he would do that. Like, somebody would shoot at him and then, like, boop, 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 boop. he's got four walls around him and a ramp to get up to the roof. Totally. You know? But four ramps and a wall is, like, still, like, probably half of what would be built on a PC when you watch the really, really good people. <laughs> you know? So, I'm just saying, like, I get it. Like... But I'm saying that the skill ceiling is like, I can almost touch it. Yeah. I can start to reach up towards it. Whereas on PC, yeah. I'm like, where are you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just, it's so far out of my grasp. The, uh, I think the thing about uh, the Xbox version, the console versions in general, I think that make it interesting too, is the fact that uh, there are probably, there's plenty of kids playing on PC but I would say the majority of people you run into on console are probably kids. Oh. Um, there's probably more kids playing that game than adults. So it's you're crazy, on like adolescents or pre-adolescents. Uh, to be clear, I'm mostly well, getting picked on by adolescents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, like we have a we have a friend who's a teacher, and uh, he said that like basically every single kid in the school is playing Fortnite. I mean, it's all they talk about, and like the the ones that have the fancy enough phones are playing the mobile version, you know, and it's uh, it's an obsession that's just that just keeps growing and that's that's an audience that PUBG I don't think is ever going to reach like PUBG was also popular in this school but he says like nothing like Fortnite I think it's just it's it is it's free but it's also the art style makes it it's the art style like yeah. like even for my wife it's she not, finds I the mean, art style appealing but when she watches PUBG she's like eh. the weirdness and, like the goofy yeah, the shit weird that they plucked yeah. like directly from Destiny in uh-huh. some cases like the dances and emotes the dances yeah. and emotes and also even just from the the zombie defense part yeah. the fact that you can throw down a pad on the ground and bounce yourself up and then sail around the map mm-hmm. like you can glide was something that was that like I've watched I watched I it's also weird that Battlegrounds is about to have this but when someone kills me I'll usually just let it run and watch mm-hmm. the remainder of the match. Right. Because it'll transfer so from person to person. something that Pub just added, and I don't know if it's in the main game yet or if it's just in the t- test servers, you can watch the person who that's kills you. That's about. what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's, yeah. about, that's what this has. And I'll usually let the, the match person play that because kills I want to see. You can just watch them from that and point And did they on. die? And then, who, okay, who killed them? What did they do? And so yeah. I watch it. And the building, Which almost feels like a trailer for the fucking game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really does. And it's just interesting, like... Yes, the goofy shit in that game is what makes it really interesting at yeah. the end when people are doing really crazy shit. It's, yeah. it's a very approachable game like that. And the fact that it's on mobile and it's the same game is very impressive. I played some Battlegrounds mobile and I immediately uninstalled that after winning my first match. So <laughs> Well, and, and aiming, so, aiming is important in, in Fortnite, but not as important as it is in PUBG. Yeah, like that's you, true. you can hit, uh, as long as you're shooting at somebody, yeah, headshots matter more than body shots. Um, but... There's no bullet drop. Except for the sniper rifles. Except for the sniper drop. rifles. And, uh, you know, like, anybody can aim the shotguns in that game. They're, like, basically medium-range like sniper rifles. Apparently that's, yeah. like, a problem it is. in the game. Yeah, they, it they it, is, about it is currently it. the yeah. meta. Is yeah. How can I build up to get above you with a shotgun and shoot down? Like, yep. That's most fights. So yep. if you're not really good at outbuilding the person... You would think they would have learned after Gears of War. 
but <laughs> apparently not. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. don't have to be that great at the long distance shooting as long as you can fucking build crazy shit to get close enough to them to yeah. turn into a shotgun fight. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting. They also just turn, I mean, that game is much more like Counter-Strike, right? Where it's just like, you fire the first shot and the first shot out of every gun now from the latest patches is a 100% accurate. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it does yeah, spread. a cone. And the, uh, so like the, the one of the middle boys, uh, he's six now. He basically gets in the top 10 every time because what he does is he lands, he gets a gun, and he hides for the whole rest of the match. <laughs> I'm still surprised, though, that, that I, it still blows me away that as a genre, that game is as popular as it is when it is still like you die, you go back to the main menu, you queue, mm-hmm. you get into the lobby, you drop, mm-hmm. you find out, oh, you die. Uh-huh. And it's like, that is a... That is not a short like feedback loop no. in the way. This that- is what I was fucking saying all last year about pub. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like and pub is even less forgiving. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yep. I know. I'm just saying it's it's it is a game that if it, it, I would never see as getting as this big. Like I'd be like, no, everyone would just play Call of Duty because you just hit B and you're back. Yeah, and it's like at the same time, this is like just the thing. I'm like, yeah. I guess I give people more credit for patience or less credit for patience than they actually have. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's really weird. And, uh, like I don't quite, uh, I don't quite understand all the motivations behind it or why it works, but it definitely works. It even works on me, even though I don't play much Fortnite or much battle Royale Fortnite. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Good. No, no, you, <laughs> no, 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 you, 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 you. no, no, you, uh, <laughs> I played, I played this game called PC building simulator. Yes. I heard about that. <laughs> I played it for five hours. I watched your stream on it. <laughs> uh, the the weirdest thing, Arthur, is I've streamed many video games, and I have never once had more people watching any stream I've done, perhaps even <laughs> Rebel FM, than I've had watching me play PC Building Simulator. <laughs> the most people I've ever had watching me stream was playing Dishonored DLC, and it was like Fifteen hundred people. Okay, wow. I I definitely didn't get that, but I I have no idea why. I very rarely <laughs> break really late too. I very wow. rarely break fifty, and for some reason I had two hundred people watching me play this fucking game. And I was like, <laughs> what is going? It's because on? it's a game that people are curious about, but nobody yeah. wants to be the one to buy. Yeah, exactly. it is a weird game. I mean, it yeah. is it is a game about running your own little IT shop, people sending you computers, and then you trying to fix those computers. Sometimes it's. More of a typical. Is bullshit. there a throw money at it button? So it's funny you say that. Uh, it comes to my mind all the time because someone will say, "I don't know what's wrong, but it won't work," and then you just uh, diagnose the problem. And I'm like, thankfully, I've now stored up an extra video card, an extra motherboard, because I'm just gonna have to swap out parts until I figure out what you want. Because otherwise, I'm just gonna have to throw money or buy shit until uh-huh. I can just swap out things. Um, so you totally have to do that. But by and large, a lot of it is just can like... Can you accidentally screw the motherboard in too tightly? No. So no. it doesn't get that <laughs> this granular. This bullshit. Like, <laughs> this game is bullshit. I, I would demand a refund. The only... The only th- it, it could actually use You more. can't forget to put on the thermal paste and blue screen your... Yeah. Your, so, uh, no, if you though. can't fucking accidentally short out your motherboard because you screwed it in too tight, this is not PC building simulator. So, yes, I will say that I agree with you in the sense that, like... It needs more. Can you bend a pen in the in the no. CPU? So this is <laughs> fuck this game. So that's what I'm saying. It needs a lot more failure points than it has because the only failure point is pretty much you either didn't hook up a cable or you forgot to put thermal paste on, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm like, yeah. Whereas like you don't have to. Or like for instance, if I was making a PC building similar, I would want it to go like, did you put all your screws in one place? 
Did you grab the right side screw? Is it a motherboard screw? Is Did it you run screw? too many fans uh-huh. off the wrong rail? Uh-huh. Yeah, and so it's like, yeah, there's none. Is of, that in there? There's none of that. Or no. like, fuck this game. You, can't, you also can't overclock a, a PC, right? Like you know, so it's like, do you have to manually set memory timings for certain motherboards? No, See, I, but you, and the you only also, this is the closest you have to do is like once you put in the components and like hook up all this shit. Uh, you run uh, 3D Mark. Yes, you and run then, 3D Mark. And then you can Mark go and work like on another PC while 3D Mark is running on yeah. your simulator. There's just PC. like a lot of room for them to do a lot of shit because yeah. for all the quote simplicity to building PCs now, there are so many things that can go wrong. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, like, you know, the, the, you can do things like you bought a cooler for an AMD socket when you didn't look and see that you were using, you know, an LGA 1151. You're like, <laughs> fuck. I can't put together this computer because I bought a fucking AMD cooler. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Yeah. Like there is some stuff like that compatibility issues. Yeah. But it, it's largely that it's compatibility issues, not getting into the granular of the type of things that you actually do. Like, right. you know, Oh, you didn't fucking ground yourself and you shorted your computer or <laughs> you like, you, like Which you almost were, never happens anymore. Like but you yeah. were saying, Arthur, you didn't do good cable management and <laughs> you turned it on your, it's not, no, it's not just cable management. It's not, although that would be funny if like there was the sound of a cable hitting a fan. Yeah. Like, if you plug too many things into the wrong rail running off your power supply, then shit mm-hmm. doesn't work correctly. Right. right. Well, and it's not even that, but like you might try and turn it on and you'd be like, Oh, why isn't it turning on? It's because you didn't hook up the motherboard power cable. But all you have to do is hit cables, and it highlights everything that shows you what's not hooked up. Mm-hmm. And so you click on a cable, and it says, oh, that goes in this socket. So well, you don't even have to... Well, Iron Man mode for, P- for this game. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> totally. And you're not the only one. I feel like the common questions I would get from people watching were, were them being like, oh, can you do this? Like, they wanted to... Can I experience the things there, that I there experienced? There needs to be right. points of failure that are not in the game. Right. Yeah. And, and there's... Uh, um, uh, do, do, does hardware ever fail? Uh, do you like plug something in and, and like you sh- you get you just got a new shipment for your RAM? You bought it fresh. You plug uh, it in and it doesn't work. No, you should have to arm it. Like, yeah, there should just be defective parts. Yeah, yeah. The, defective parts in like a build that was working. So yeah. now like you really get to play the do I throw money at? But it. The, but what but what's great about this game is that when I was watching your streams, like somebody will say there's something wrong with my PC, and like you take it out of the box and you put it on your desk, and it's just filled with dust that you yeah. have to blow out before you, you start. You do, have to blow, <laughs> you do have to blow out the dust, and also like you'll realize that the point of failure on their thing was their graphics card. Yeah, and you're and they're. And you look and it just says replace graphics card, but the game didn't say like has to be at least the same quality. And I'm like, oh, I pulled out a functioning shitty card out of someone else's machine, put it in there, ship it back, pay yep. me, motherfucker. Yep. I'm, I'm like the worst of, like, service all man. the things that have been wrong with every PC I've ever tried. To I know fix, it's insane, it's like, right? There's like such a litany of random shit. Yeah, that oh, yeah. should absolutely be they they. This developer needs a suggestion box. Yeah, I mean, well, like right now on the PC I just built. It still drives me crazy, but the power button doesn't light up on my PC because I think no. I forgot to miss. I think I plugged it in wrong into my motherboard, probably. That, <laughs> and so it still turns on everything post, but the power button doesn't ever light up. Oh, that's so and frustrating. So it's like, but yeah, I want. Do little, I really want to? Like, yeah, do I really want to open my case to like did, make sure this you is hooked to the right header? Not plug enough power cables into your GPU. <laughs> right. Make me identify beeps. It's funny. The first time I plugged into my GPU, I wondered why it didn't work. And I was only plugged plug in, in one, enough, yeah. and I was like, "Oh fuck!" I thought it was dead. Uh-huh. You know, and so there I am googling. Because it's like sixteen now. There I am googling them, right? signs of a dead card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like that's so funny. The um, yeah the the thing that actually really amused me about this game when I was watching you play it was that 
it's such the des- basic design is so of this era. It's because if somebody had done a PC building simulator, even 10 years ago, 12 years ago, it would have been like you have a PC shop somewhere. But this one looks like it's in some guy's apartment where he cleaned out a room because like you go out into the hallway where the shipping boxes arrive and that's clearly a door hallway that leads to an apartment complex. Right. Next yeah. door is like a murderer. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so it's just, it's just funny to see that where it was like, oh, this is like a home-based business. That makes that makes it actually more enjoyable to it watch. It does. It's it's that and it's also that the game has like such like it, epic music for the fact that you're just like <laughs> slapping things and i will yeah. say that this game's also largely an advertising platform for 3d mark gigabyte mm-hmm. and like w- one other company oh man it has like so many logos all over the place because it's using real stuff yeah and i will say that the one thing it's made me think is like there's one case in the game where i'm like i love this case <laughs> i love this case and i love every time a customer sends me this case because it's one <laughs> screw to take off the side oh yeah panel. one screw to take off the side panel and yeah. i'm like man that's really nice i've never had a case that was that convenient to open yeah so my my case has no screws to open it's the just panels. a hatch handle. just hatches yeah yeah so yeah it's, it's a it's a it is just a game where i'm like <laughs> every time so i think that's half the reason people checked it out when i was playing it is because everyone's like how is this a fucking game? <laughs> right. Like, you know, like, of course it's a game. No, farming. I think that it, it's like a great idea. Well, and the thing is, is that like you're, you know, you're trying to swap out parts. You have to buy more parts and you're trying to make money to buy better parts. And you can like get additional tables so that you can work on more PCs. You can get a storage cabinet to store more parts. And it is, there's like a little bit of humor in the emails people send you because yep. you are totally dealing with someone who's obviously like, 60 and has never owned a computer and they're like it's just no shit don't work good no more and then you check it out and it's full of viruses uh-huh. and it's like or like at one point i was doing quests for like someone who was claiming to be a saudi prince and they're like i'll pay you soon it's all misspelled <laughs> i won't spoil how that ends that's pretty good but there is like a, that is like a, a through line of story <laughs> i love yeah it. i mean this makes me curious but like the stuff that's not in it sort of make me feel like i don't yeah this you, i don't really think you miss the stuff that's not in it because it doesn't feel like that's necessarily the point of the game can you but, cut yourself <laughs> can no you cut on yourself yeah that'd be perfect to this day i have <laughs> never once put in that aluminum thing that goes on the back of the motherboard because all it is is a, is a knife a thousand knives waiting to cut your finger as you bend With out the, the tabs the panel the, the yeah like panel. the little uh, aluminum dust panel that fits that's, around that's, the back of your motherboard right because that's think, built into my motherboard uh, which see, is really on mine nice. it's not and they've every got, time, yeah they've gotten better over time and yeah. i feel like those things are literally just knives a big knife that you're supposed to touch with your hands and bend the tabs out before you make yourself bleed. No, they, so. they, yeah, the, a, a lot of those are built into the motherboards now, and mine even has kind of this nice little like soft edge around it, so it creates a, a smooth seal against the case for airflow. The fuck, yeah. Might as well make like a little suction noise. <laughs> that'd be that'd be very satisfying, actually. Yeah, it's, it's a. Silly, I'd be into that. It's a silly little thing. I mean, it sounds yeah. like it's a, it's a good idea. Like it is it a is. good idea. I like it. I think of of like. There are lots of places where the simulation type games could be made, and that, that applies. <laughs> it could, uh, and I and like, like that it's not glamorous, right? No, it's, it's not like, yeah, look at the most awesome video card you can fit in this <laughs> thing. Aren't you awesome? It's like, uh, well, this works, yeah. <laughs> well, and it could, uh, there it could keep expanding as more PC parts come out, and uh, you know, they could maybe add more stuff into it. Like, you have to carefully, carefully aim. <laughs> Carefully aim your your CPU so that you don't bend any of the prongs oh, when you're putting geez. it in the motherboard. Yeah, it's an interesting little thing, man. You're yeah. talking about turning it into a DS game. 
Oh, tra- yeah. You want it to be trauma surgeon, surgeon simulator. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, to that end, I will say there's one other game it's called Bio Incorporator Redemption. I won't talk about it too much, but if you mm-hmm. are interested in games like Surgeon Simulator, it def or not surgeon what was not surgeon simulator what was that ds series trauma center, trauma center sorry hmm. it is a very trauma center vibe where there's you play it and you have two things you can either save patients or kill, you can be you can just kill patients you can oh, play wow. it like your your disease you know like that game that was like about making an infectious uh-huh. disease and killing the world right right so if this is an individual patient so you're literally doing things like i'm going to cause flu symptoms now i'm going to cause this to trigger lung failure trying to kill this one person i felt why do bad you, when I why did do you that. kill them Oh, that's just like because you are triggering the diseases. Like your goal is to kill them. Oh, your goal is to kill them. If you play, it has two paths. There are two oh. campaigns: oh. the death campaign and the survive and the life campaign. Oh wow! So the life campaign might be like this is a terminally ill patient, but you have to make them live for 180 more days. <laughs> what can you do to do that? Whoa! And so you're like, it has a really simple click click on the right spots thing to gather re- resource points, but then mm-hmm. you spend those resource points to do like real life tests. To diagnose based on the symptoms they have. Oh, interesting. So they might be like, I am nauseous, I have groin pain, and I have trouble holding down food. And you're like, fuck. And you're males, so that means you might have prostate cancer. And you tell yeah. them, sure enough, you got prostate cancer. Okay, <laughs> I can treat that. Now these symptoms popped up. Oh, fuck. And so you're just looking to try and cure all their symptoms. Right. Wow. Within a certain amount of time. It's actually surprisingly good. If you're Like I said, if you're looking for that trauma center fix, good game. <laughs> right on. Um uh well the last thing i won't talk about much because i know you guys talked about a bunch of the last episode is uh how much i love vermintide 2 it's a really pretty game i need to play it some more i haven't really gotten around to it i really really like it in the last game i played the mage the entire time uh so this time i fire mage yeah i love the fire mage i still love the fire mage in this game but i wanted to play somebody different so i started playing the elf i really love your team or were you a fucking anchor what do you mean Basically, like, we had really bad experiences playing with, like, a random oh, fire mage. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Oh, and the fire mage can be the the linchpin of everything. But if though. they don't know what they're doing, they're, like, fucking dead weight. Well, yeah. the, I, if you, it, well, especially, like, you know, if somebody's just hopping in, they might not realize that you can kill yourself as the fire mage by using your firepower too much. Yeah. Um, but the one thing that you guys said on the last episode that isn't true is you don't have to kill the troll with fire. No, but no, you don't have to. But he heals. He he more. he starts to heal by like eating his own puke. Um, but like while he's doing that, you can also do tons and tons of damage. And with any bosses, as well as with the chaos warriors, um, the the thing to go at them with is your strong attack, where you hold down the mouse button and you like rear up and attack. Because you do way, way more damage with your strong attack, and especially um, if you're hitting them in the head. The difference though, though is that the fire so mage, I, the fire mage, can, when, when we got into fight with one. We were at a spot where there wasn't an abundance of ammo around, yeah. and so we were getting our ass kicked. So at some point, it's nice to have the fire mage because they can pretty much just run and kite and continue to do damage without getting meleeed. Yeah, that, that that's kind of my big complaint about this game is that like you can't, you can't. It seems like you can't kite uh, the uh, the rat ogre, the chaos fiend, whatever it's called, spawn. chaos spawn. And a couple other the things you can't kite them as well as you could in the other game. Like if they are. Uh, and I feel like because I do so much because da- I'm like level I got to level 20 with the elf and I found this swift bow that has 79 ammo and the swift bows all have 79 ammo but like I can basically f- fire almost like an FPS just bang 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 and like I'm doing so much damage that I think I'm drawing a lot of aggro so like the 
uh, the rat ogre just concentrates on me and yeah. just keeps coming at me, coming at me, coming at me. And like, I can dodge around and miss some of his attacks, but if he just keeps coming at me like that, eventually he hits me or eventually he gets me into a corner. And it's like, it seems like uh, either, uh, maybe, it, maybe it's that uh, they attack faster and they move faster, but I felt like in Vermintide 1, I could, I could keep dodging. And, like, get out of their attacks easier than I can in this yeah, game. Yeah, their games always felt like the warrior needs a taunt, basically. Like, yeah. you know, something to, like, pull aggro. Something, yeah. It really does suck. Like because, something to properly tank. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you can, but to a degree, but then eventually you're right. You'll be like, oh, now I'm trying to chase him while he's chasing you, and mm-hmm. it just makes me feel less effective. Yeah, but I still, I really, really enjoy that game. All of the, all of the elements are, all of the elements are, in the right places to make it enjoyable. It has all of those crescendo moments and denouement moments and like the risk versus reward of picking up the tomes and the grimoires so that you get better loot boxes at the end. My only complaint about this game, literally, my, well, I got two complaints. One complaint is I've crashed a couple times. My second complaint is that you can't skip the loot box animations. Yeah. And so the better you do, the longer that animation is because <laughs> yeah. it's like, you got three tomes. Upgrade. Upgrade boom, path. Boom. boom, boom, boom. 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 Yeah. You got two good. grimoires. Upgrade. Boom, boom, boom. You know? It feels good, but yeah, it would be nice if you see, after you've seen it to just be like, I've let's seen just it move so the many, fuck on. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. like, I just really don't need to watch this animation. Yeah. But, uh, man, that game is so good. Yeah. I, can't, I can't wait till I can start playing uh, in the higher difficulty tiers. Yeah. So far, I'm still only playing. And then, of course, there's still in our lives Dota. It'll never go away. Yeah. <laughs> DAC is going on right now, and I've watched a little bit about it, of it, but the time difference is so fucking ridiculous. Like, I know, you have to be up like two started, in the morning or something. No, the game just started like probably about an hour or two ago. Okay. And they you, go until like three or four in the morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you not uh, just like watch the VODs the next day or something, or is it all spoiled I mean, for I'm, you by I've then? I've been way too busy yeah. to do it. This yeah. is like such a bad time for me that I'm like just like squeaking in a little bit of time here and there where mm-hmm. I can, because it's like getting toward the end of the semester, and I've got like a lot of shit to do. Um, yeah, like, so I've tried to play some Far Cry, and I've got like a work game that I'm playing that I can talk about soon. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah played some doom because that got patched finally Hmm. um patched for what uh they added higher resolution modes to ps4 pro and xbox one x oh so that's what when we were watching you play today you were playing with the high resolution patch no wonder it looks so good yeah it's running in so before when they when they before the update the sort of default stuff that the xbox one x does already made it like sort of like the best console version because Hmm. that was a game that always had a dynamic resolution and a semi-variable frame rate and so the xbox one x made it so that it was always running at 1080p like with no dynamic resolution needed whatsoever mm. and also it forced v-sync and 16f 16x anisotropic filtering which is it makes a pretty big difference yeah I bet. um but now they've just blown the fucking resolution up to 4k <laughs> dynamically and it's at 1440p on ps4 pro yeah um but yeah that is a very good looking game still yeah and looks incredibly fucking sharp um, yep and is still very fast it's very very fast um, i'd forgotten how fast and then i was watching you play this today and i was like oh yeah you basically move like you know it's like sprinting in any other it's game. like it's sprinting in any other game is your base and like everything that you do is fast like switching guns is fast like uh yeah 
like hitting buttons is fast. I don't know. Everything is fast. And also, I, I keep forgetting that you don't have to reload in that game. <laughs> right. <laughs> and hitting the X, hitting the reload button in that game brings up the chainsaw. Like, <laughs> no, not what I meant to do. <laughs> uh, but that's very Doom. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's, a, it's a good game. Um, yeah. Yeah. Righteous. I, it's, there's going to be a lot of stuff for me to play once I'm done with school stuff for the, the semester, but. Right on. I don't think I don't. I actually don't know that I'll be able to play any Dota this weekend. Yeah, I haven't played any since last weekend. Yeah, I've still been playing a little bit of my old standbys too. Rainbow, Rainbow, and uh, you know, me and my wife still occasionally pop into Plants vs Zombies. Surprisingly, people still play that. I mean, <laughs> it's more of like, like a little refresher, just because we're like oh, we're we're anticipating that E three announcement. <laughs> she bought a custom Xbox One controller in wow. anticipation. Of wow. playing that game. <laughs> um, which yeah. those are really nice, by the way, if you've never like the, the custom ones. Game they're like ones. a really good step between the elite controller and a regular controller. Really? Because no, you mean, can get rubber are the you, regular controllers. Now. Or, well, right, but you can get them with rubberized grips and metal oh. metal triggers and stuff like mm. that. So you can get them like it, it is like a half step, you know. Oh, cool. I'm kind of dreading E three for that reason because I know they're gonna announce a new elite controller and I know I'm gonna want one. <laughs> uh, it's not even no, you're gonna want one. It will be here. Like, I, I know it will be here. There's <laughs> yeah. not a doubt in my mind you'll buy one. <laughs> you won't be able to stop yourself. Yeah. He's I absolutely you right. One? Yeah, you gave me one for yeah. my birthday. And I, it, it is when I play, it is out with my garage because when I play any games on PC with a controller, that's the controller. Oh, yeah. It's the best controller ever. But, and I have a dongle for it. So it's like, because yeah. that one still requires the dongle. But yeah. at least the but new the one new wouldn't. One should not. Yeah. Wow, that's so Hopefully good. That's not an excuse for them to charge even more money for it. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> well, it'll probably just be 150 again, right? And they'd make yeah. the other one like 100 or something. But yeah, they just won't sell it anymore. We oh. need a new controller. I think that there anyway. are some, some like basic reliability issues with it like there's some stick drift stuff that people have reported like because the people who are willing to spend 150 dollars on a controller can be the ones that ruin their controllers the fastest on the new the new on the elite controller there's yeah. stick, stick drift i was gonna say like we need a new controller because like the the basic one that we've had ever since uh we got our xbox one uh, the left thumbstick definitely has stick drift, and it ha- it doesn't affect most things. You can take one, but net. Oh, thank you. But uh, Netflix is super sensitive to it, yeah. And so it's like, uh, and so like we'll be trying you to click scroll over through Netflix over one more, and you're like, yeah. Fuck. Well, no, it, it's like it's these. up. Yeah, oh yeah, the actual hand remote control. Yeah, yeah. Nice. because like uh, so, I'll be scrolling through Netflix, and all of a sudden, like the. Uh, you know the the Q window or whatever, like the 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 browse window, will just start scrolling up, up and up and up and up and up. Yeah, and up. that's not so good. <laughs> it's interesting. I'd never heard this term stick drift because I have an Amazon Fire that I bought when Amazon very first announced the Fire TV, and I mm. of course bought one because I was like, is this gonna be like an Ouya? And I bought it with a controller, <laughs> uh-huh. and my that thing has fucking absurd stick drift now like, to the <laughs> point where to the point where there's literally like one one like. 10 degree angle on it that we just know we can't use so like we're just like oh, we just don't move that way we'll move our way around this yeah. well our, like ours is like the xbox controller would just be sitting there and it's like somebody is pushing up on the stick great and it's like it doesn't uh like i said it doesn't happen in almost any app but netflix is netflix will take yeah, it's, the it's tiniest amount tiniest of input, input. Yeah. yeah oh man well the games so, they don't stop coming Yep, coming soon. There's well, I more. wasn't here for a while, so we we talked about a lot of stuff. So we talked about Far Cry for a long time. Yeah, we talked yeah, about we Far did. Cry for like an hour, but that's fine. It's like the biggest game that's come um, out. 
I think there's people that are definitely interested yeah. in it. We've been going 100 minutes. I guess we can stop. Yeah, we can stop. Yep. So sorry we missed out letters on this week. But uh, maybe next time. I mean, who knows? Maybe we don't have any. There's some, I'm sure. There's always some. Letters at eat-sleep-game.com. Send them. You can send them. Send them but so only we'll to read us. Them. <laughs> I don't want to hear your email on the bombcast because I listen. <laughs> no, I'll be mad. No. Yeah, no, no repeat. Let, don't recycle your letters. <laughs> We're not your sloppy second. Especially don't letter. especially don't send it to us where it says hello bombcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean that makes me want to read it honestly, but not out loud on the show. Yeah. Like maybe I get a preview of what the bombcast would be. Uh, Twitter. Yes, I'm at Chuff Money. Arthur's at A E G I E S, and Matt's at Talking Orange. Arthur also. Puts up his art at Prag Magic on the gram. On the and, Instagram. And uh, I, I t- t- stream on Twitch at Chuff Money as well. Yes, you do. So, uh, Very entertaining streams, I might add. Yay! That's what we go for. Usually usually when I don't have anything to do at night right before I go to bed, I watch some Chuff Money. Yeah. And for some of our Europeans, it's the first thing they do when they wake up. <laughs> My outgoing words of advice to you are enjoy your time with your loved ones, especially your pets. Because <laughs> their little lives are precious. Yep. So. Do you want to end this before you take it dark? No, I lost my. <laughs> me and my wife lost our rat recently. It was really sad. So it's just like you know, as Pee Pee also fourteen. Like I literally see Pee Pee slowing down recently. Like not where I think she's dying, but to where I saw her like do the old lady walk really slow down some steps, and I was like, Yep. Fuck. I guess you're old. Yep. That's our our cat is eighteen, and so. I hope PB lives to be 18, so we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, so just don't take their little lives for granted. Nope. Because I did for a long time. They're now very when cute. They get older, very like, Holy shit. Age. I got a lady I mean, P- almost eight. 10 years ago. Lady has to be practically the same age as PB. Yeah, she's almost 14. Yeah. So. Well, there you go. Enjoy them while they're here. They're lovely. All right, everyone. Have a good one. Good night. Good night.